Hi, uh, I'm doing this podcast in memory of a old gentleman friend of mine, Colin Lofton, that has uh, sadly passed, passed away there, I think the last week that I just found out, and um, he was a very close friend of mine. Uh, I met him in his later years, Colin, like, because um, he was originally from Milton Keynes, and he moved up um, Buxton, you know, after doing a bit of travelling around here and there, and uh, I was quite saddened, so I thought I would do a podcast about him, you know, to, to, to share some of the memories that, that I've got of Colin. I uh, first met Colin probably about four, yeah, four years ago, four or five years ago. Um, he used to walk past my furniture shop every day, like, um, and uh, he would walk past, very smart, the dressed man, and I found him like walking past every day, and because uh, he had a friendship with a woman next door, uh, that was the furniture shop that had shut down, but you know, so he walked past, but. Uh, and uh, I would, you know, get talking to him, and uh, he'd literally come every other day, come see me, you know, to come have a chat, and, you know, I used to look forward to seeing him, like, we used to have some good chats about, you know, stuff about, you know, random stuff about, especially George Mansions, you know, people that lived there, and cause it was like a small community, because that's where he originally lived when he first moved to Buxton, you see, before he went to Hart and Gardens, but uh, he was a lovely guy, and, uh, you know what I mean, uh, it was a pleasure to know him, and, and uh, I will never forget him, he will always be in my thoughts, you know what I mean, I just wish that I'd got to see him before he passed on, well, I did it one aspect, because he came to my front door, uh, he was a Jailbreak witness, you see, so he come dropping leaflets off for me and all sorts, and, um, and a lovely guy, you know what I mean, and um, I can remember him, I've, I try and share a few stories of uh, stuff that Colin told me. There was one when um, uh, when he was a kid and he used to go uh, away with mum and dad. And I think he said they were at Blackpool or something like that. This would have been in the 50s. And he went to this bed and breakfast and he said it was this big old creepy house, he said, because he would have been about 10, 12 at the time. I think it would have been fifteen, something like that. And he said like um he when he walked up these these stairs that are quite creaky and what you know, when he walked up and he was in the bedroom and there's a, a double bed and bunk beds. Well his mum and dad slept in double bed and he slept in bunk bed bunk bed. And he was on about uh, uh, all night, like you could hear like uh even his mum and dad heard it, like, something walking up the stairs, all, you know, creaking, like, <coughs> and, you know, they heard it all that long, like, someone, it was like someone walking up and down, you know, and he said, like, you could, and, you know, he said, like, in the middle of the night, you could hear it, you know, he said it was quite airy, because you lay there, and you could just, the whole, bed and breakfast was quiet, and, you know, you could just hear these stairs creaking all night long. And I remember they said the next day when they asked their landlady, they said, was someone, you know, wandering around last night? Said, no, no, once the door shut at uh, 10 o'clock at night, you know, was shut. And uh, he can remember saying that him and his mum dad found it quite, they went to stay there for a few nights, and I think they only stayed there one or two nights because they, they found it quite creepy. And um, he, well, I said he was originally from Milton Keynes, he uh, they were married and had two kids, Jonathan and 
Daniel, I think, and uh, I never met him, uh, but he did, you know, talk about him a lot, you know what I mean, and uh, him and his wife um, split up, but uh, nothing, not in a bad way, they just, you know, when you just drift apart, well, um, you end up going on a canal boat, he bought, he had one built uh, for Edison, because uh, that was his favourite inventor, and uh, he lived on it for about uh, a good couple of years, I remember him saying that, and uh, he liked it at the time, but he said it was a lot of hard work, because he said that winter you have to carry all your coal and, and everything, and you know what I mean, and say, um, if you want to ever move, because uh, it would turn to different parts, but he said, like, he would have to um, drive his car there first, and then uh, come back for the boat, or take his, go on his boat, and then, you know, uh, you know what I mean, and he said, oh, that's well, he ended up selling it, like, and, um, how he ended up coming Buxton was uh, he, he used to come on day trips here and there and he ended up coming to you know Buxton and he met a gentleman called Jeff and uh, Jeff lived above uh, um, the Grove Hotel uh, but it's now shut at the moment uh, but Jeff like lived in one of the rooms and he sort of had it like as a bed sit and it worked out quite cheap to live there, and Colin, you know, when I got to know him, you know, he sort of in quite, quite a nice room, and, you know, he made it a, a home, and then Colin thought, you know, it's quite a good idea, what guy doing it, he said, how much you pay him, he said, like, it's, you know, so when he went back down Milton Keynes, he thought, he, you know, slept on it, he thought, I'm going to go, because he'd been Buxton a few times, and quite liked the town, so when he moved, went to move up Buxton, by then, the Grove Hotel had shut, and then anyway, he ended up moving to George Mansion, because that's um, where Jeff moved to, and the rent was quite cheap, lovely building though, George Mansion, but like, he didn't need a lot of work, but Colin, he moved in, and lived there for a couple of years, and then uh, went to Arton Gardens, and, um, you know what I mean, so then he did become a familiar face, you know, around Buxton, but uh, he was a lovely guy, you know what I mean, uh, and he was like a second granddad to me in a way, I used to always say that to him, he used to say, oh no, you shouldn't say that, because <laughs> he say to people, because uh, he ended up going to church, and I knew a few people, and when I spoke to him, I said, oh yeah, you know, my granddad, and then when he used to go to church, oh, I met your granddad, he goes, yeah, you are a bit, you are a bit, I did used to wind you up sometimes, but, you know what I mean, he, I just wanted to, you know, to talk about him, and, you know, I've got a few, you know, memories of him, and I will always remember you, Colin, and wherever you are, I hope, you know, I know we're going to be in a nice place, surrounded by family and friends, and uh, I wish you, all, you know, to a uh, nice time in the afterlife, because, you know, because I know you'll be up there in heaven, so, like, one day, a few years after, I'll meet you again, so I just wanted to dedicate this to you, and, uh, to, you know, 
I hope, I hope you're resting in peace and uh, and I'll be going to your funeral to and fans for your respect. So I just wanted to do a quick podcast for my good old friend Colin Loft.